Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome football fans, this is for the love of football, this is the road to 2022, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. The most important few weeks on the football calendar are here as we draw near the one-year anniversary of XFL 2020 kickoff. Football's under the spotlight this weekend through basically February 7th. What role will the XFL play? This is episode 154. It's spotlight season, Brian. Spotlight season. First time I've ever heard it. Now, but I like it. I, well, I dig it. That's it's what I'm calling season. it. Because look, the the spotlight's been all over the place already in 2021, but football now can safely and soundly take that center stage. And I'm just re- I'm here to say anyone but Tom right now out the gates anyone but Tom and give me some XFL news that's all I want during spotlight season that's all you want you you started with nothing then you wanted nothing but Tom then you want nothing but Tom and some XFL you're like no uh, anyone C. but Martin. Tom don't miss don't miss sorry speak. anybody but anyone Tom. but Tom you're, you're like a Steve Martin when he's leaving the house in uh, the jerk just I don't need anybody I don't need anybody except, except this lamp this phone this this, this, this. this controller no tom and this water no xfl xfl this news microphone <laughs> uh it is that time of year alan where football becomes center stage amongst everything else hockey's rolling Here we are uh basketball's rolling and right now anybody is really only thinking about football and hopefully xfl as well yeah, buddy, seven two four five six five four xfl If you're thinking XFL, you want to talk XFL, text XFL, you could hit us up on the XFL fan line. And it's open for you to call, leave a message, be heard on the show, or just talk to us privately if you want to. There you can leave us a voicemail, and we'll respond either there or on the show or email. We do all of it. But that's the fan line, and that's hot and ready for you. 724-5654-XFL at XFL Show on social media. We're all over the gimmicks, Instagram and Twitter and wherever. And we're live sometimes and tweeting sometimes. And we didn't do any XFL Bernie Mittens tweets, though, yet, Brian. I was disappointed in you that you didn't have any of the. (laughs) You're the Photoshop guy. I thought you'd come ready. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should put bernie next to the beer snake just not enthused but i was snake. thinking that like if there's an xfl bernie meme it was going to be him on top of the beer snake that's what i was anticipating <laughs> no we got to put him but, next uh, to coach moss remember when coach moss was on the bench just oh yes i swear <laughs> maybe i did see that on reddit or somewhere maybe you're right that's a great one shout out to coach moss Shout out to all of you who hit us up at XFL Show. Anthony Becht, the former tight end with the Jets, uh, commentator now following the show this week. We saw Brian. That's cool. 
Maybe we'll get him to talk some football on the show one day. Who knows? But we appreciate everybody interacting with us. And, of course, we are on YouTube. This show is not just a podcast anymore. We appreciate you subscribing, leaving reviews on iTunes and all that. But if you want to watch the show, you can go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and watch us there. And, of course, each and every single week, we are brought to you with the help the, the best kind of help, the, the help that's taking the load off our shoulders so we could just talk football and they take care of the rest. And of course, Brian, I'm talking about Pretty Easy Podcasts and Pretty Easy Podcasts is helping produce this show right now. And even though you see just their beautiful logo up on the screen right now, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm still doing the finger point, Brian. I'm still doing it because PrettyEasyPodcast.com. So in a week where I'm thinking, man, I really want to structure this show a certain way. Coming off our Nickelodeon chaos last week, I want to be more adult with it. Not like Cinemax adult, like mature adult, I'm saying. Like, you know, intelligent I would conversations. Still, I would still say that Cinemax adult fits both of those categories, but continue right. on with I'm, your I'm, read. I, I, I just say, we're not getting it like Emmanuel The metaphors space from last week are we're, continuing yes. on. It's fine. Go yes. ahead. <laughs> it's if they're more adult. But <laughs> I want to focus on the show. Pretty easy podcasts. What they do is, hey, they're producing the show. They got the sounds ready. I say, hey, I need a sound. We got it. I say, hey, we want this edited by this time. Damn it. And you better have it ready. And they say, no problem, because it's all cool, because it's all about helping you podcast the way you want to do it at prettyeasypodcasts.com. Get your show started today. Start the new year with a brand new podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So, Brian, uh, I want to have some fun to start off the show, Dinkin' and Dunkin', because um, I was having fun this week getting down on my my trusty old school emulating laptop playing some that's right you hear it in your ear tech mobile baby and i got the xfl tech mobiles this week and i was getting down and i'm thinking bryant man people who listen to the show would love watching this me screaming at at martez carter to run like bo jackson <laughs> martez come on but i gotta say he's a friend of the show he's not quite bo jackson status in the game but I got down on the ROMs, Brian. And then I also discovered there's a 2001 XFL ROM. So I'm kind of going dual seasons on those. And I don't know. I was wondering, like, do you want to watch me play that on Twitch or something? Is that what the cool do kids I? do? No. I don't understand okay. why people watch other people play video games. Ever. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. But I just know that's something people do. So I don't know. If people want, want it bad enough, I guess I'll flip it on. Let us know at XFL Show. If you want to watch us get down, well, me, I, I don't know if Bryant would, but you want to watch me play Tecmo XFL Bowl, I'll do it. I just got to find the right player. I want to be the Wildcats, but they don't have the Bo Jackson. I don't know who the Bo Jackson of the Tecmo XFL game would be in 2020. Who would it be? Bo Jackson? I mean, are we giving that much credit to one person? Well, there's the best player in the game. It's the Bo Jackson. Who's the guy that you're going to run around the field a bunch of times? PJ Walker. Drops the ball, picks it yes. up, scoops it, goes in for a touchdown. And they're not going to give that status to a QB in that game, though. It's got to be the <laughs> running back. I don't know. I'm, I'm yet to figure it out. But I got I, I only I only toe-dipped into the game. But just want to let everyone know that I was getting down on that, Bryant, the Tecmo XFL Bowl. I did make my own cover, which I need to tweet out, just so that when I select the game on my, my fancy 
computer here. Um, and I put PJ on the cover, not Cardale Jones like that other one we saw. <laughs> Cardale Jones, the curse I thought about of the, the Tecmo Bowl. I thought about putting Pep Hamilton, but I went with PJ. Well, Pep Hamilton's been uh, been in the news oh. these last few days yeah, there, we'll, Alan. We'll talk about we'll him. We'll be talking about here him. in a little yes. bit. Yeah, but uh, well, you yeah, have fun with that, man. I, I'm glad you're. What was your first game that you played? It was a Wildcats beating the crap out of the Roughnecks, I'm sure, something like that. Wildcats Battlehawks, the game we never oh. got. You know, I had to do it. I had to do it, and I, I'll, I'm happy to say the Wild Wildcats won uh, 37 to 21. I, I handled. Miss some, miss Kicking some field goals. Though. Do you only go for two, though? It was like a rule you, you can't can go, go for two in Tech Mobile. I don't have oh, yeah, to have it's to way go old. for two. Yeah, you can only go for one. But I missed some kicks because I was distracted. But that won't happen. I might have to twitch it. We'll see. Hey, I also wanted, before we get into the you know news of the week, too, uh, I set something up here because you've been going on the flat, the road trip flashbacks lately, you know? Yep. How you've been doing that? You've been mm-hmm. tell, telling us where we were at at this point in 2020 or in 2019 just to see where maybe we're going for 2022 or where we should be. So I set you up with something. Well, pretty easy podcast helped me set you up with something here, Brian. If you're ready really to quick, let we called them right know, before the show, by the way. Just putting it out there right before the show started. <laughs> if you're, and said, hey, hey, can you hook us up like that? And they did. That's what they did. They they were they were all about it. They said, "You want it down? I'm gonna give it to you right now." And they did it. But Here nicer, we go, Brian. If you're but ready, yeah, much nicer. If you're ready, Brian, though, to let <laughs> everyone ready. know where were we at this point last year on the road to kickoff? Let's flash back to where we were on the road last time. Okay, Brian, let us know. Flashback check-in. Where were we? <laughs> Flashback check-in. And all right. So uh, if we hunk, if we harken back to our first uh, XFL, what, 2.0, I guess, uh, we're looking at 2019 January 20th was our show date. Um, I'll say this, Alan. Where we were is kind of where we are. We have the teams announced. We, have, we don't have a commissioner, but the teams were announced. We had no coaches announced at this point. Uh, and if you really remember, Alan, we talk about all the time when we had nothing to talk about on this show. What would we always talk about? Uh, insurance. insurance. And that was it's- this episode. Two years ago was our insurance episode. So that's how slow news were, was back then. So everyone still kind of, you know, tempered the expectations a little bit. Although I will say coming up, Alan, it's going to be big. Because there was three coaches named in February and a team president. Um, kickoff was already announced. We don't know exactly when kickoff is going to be. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, that's kind of where we were. I'm starting to get a little worried, to be honest. You well, know, you're saying February. Bowl, make some friends. All, all those announcements were made in in February, February. you said? So I'm getting a little nervous. Of yes. 2019. There was rumors going on in January of, a, of, a, of a TV deals with Fox and ESPN that came to fruition in May. Um, so there's a few things I'm here that but we're just not hearing much, not hearing much, but it's, it's, this is the moment. And we heard a very interesting piece of news that we're going to get into later on in the show, right before we started recording today on, on the 21st day of the 21st year in the 21st century, shout out to Dominique Wilkins. 
some interesting news to get into here coming up in the hot read a little bit later, Bryant. But I'm not as worried as you are. I mean, I, I'm confident I'm not we're going to get the news we're I don't want to say I'm worried. I'm just nervous. Because <laughs> we don't even know when kickoff is technically going to be. We're hoping it's going to be. I don't think they know. Uh, we don't know exactly, exactly. But um, did we know where the date of, for kickoff 2019 oh, yeah. this time? I think they we announced, did. I don't know exactly when they announced the official day, but I want to say it was when they announced stadiums, the cities at least, possibly. I would have to go okay. back and look into that. Well, but All right. We're well, about two and a half, for the three weeks for removed the... where Bob Suits was going to be hired. That's that's my uh, first little like. I don't, yeah. Worry. I'd say. The coaching, the coaching hires, probably not getting. But I think in terms of news announcements, I think we, we're going to get some around the same times. Maybe not the exact kind of announcements, but appreciate that flashback check in, Bryant, on the road to kickoff. It's a different kind of road we're on. We we say that every single week, but there's stuff to talk about, and there's more stuff to talk about this week than there was last week. I'll say. So let's get into it first with this week's. Cover two. Go ahead, get out of here. Okay. Uh, well, this is kind of similar to what we talked about last week in the hot read, Brian. But <laughs> oh, M God, they're coming for the Roughnecks, and this time it's because of the secondary this? logo. So the the NFL's claiming that the Houston Roughnecks secondary logo, as you see on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, is too similar to the New England Patriots logo, and well, the quote from the filing says, applicants' adoption of applicants' mark was willful in knowledge of a opposer's prior trademark rights. So basically saying, you knew it looked like it, and you did it anyway. Same colors and all that. Uh, I, I'm, st I, I'm just even now more worried about this Roughnecks logo, maybe even name, happening again in 2022. Bryant, I expect Houston to have a team, but I feel like... Either some cash is going to be given up or they're just going to change the logo, and I bet on the latter. Has your opinion changed at all since last week? I mean, it just do, does the – I think the expo has until the end of next month to 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 respond to these, you know, claims. But do I, so the question is, do I think the expo is going to have these logos or are they just going to kind of give in? I mean, it's the NFL. There is no mercy in this courtroom when the NFL is filing a claim like this. If they, if it goes to a courtroom, I would not feel good about it at all. I'd have zero confidence. I have maybe a little bit that a settlement can happen, but I don't know. Well, what's the what's the settlement? I mean, that's pay us XFL. some money to use it. How much? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't how know much what do you, you really make for. off a logo? It's because like, this isn't a cease and desist, is it? This isn't one of no. those. It says, yeah. So, this is a. I mean, a if it claim. doesn't cost the, the XFL anything to like, you know, say we're we're rejecting this, and does it go to court? Does a trademark officer look at this and be like, you know, if I do a side profile and say, hey, XFL, you're copying my logo, like, the 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 I would assume the trademark has the the, the trademark office has the right to say like, no, get out of here. This is not even like acceptable. But these don't even look the same. It's just a man's face. Yeah, it's a side profile. Like, it's a, and he, the the Patriots looking up, the Roughnecks looking down at the all on the ground. 
Patriots looking probably at, I don't know, like the Rockets' red glare or the flag. One's got a hat. I don't see, I don't see the similarity here. Maybe just like how they're kind of triangular. But even then, the chin is like off. Yeah, see that the the Patriots obviously has that weak that weak ass chin, and the Roughnecks logo's got the strong jaw. Come on, what's what do you the the okay the Oilers? I understand this one is just nitpicky. I think it's a little far fetched. Even with the Oilers, when I said what did I say? I said you can't just have an oil tower. Like no one can have an oil tower anymore. Like that's just not allowed. Um, I don't know. To me, if it's if I'm the XFL, I fight this until it costs me a lot of money. And then if it costs me a lot of money, I'll I'll think about it. But maybe the XL, the NFL is just probably that. They're just trying to get something put in their pockets. I understand protecting your your copyrights and your and your um you know all all that stuff. But come on, like you can't. Come on, they're not even angled the same way. What if they turned it around the other way? Like just face the other way, face left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess wouldn't it if it was on one side of the helmet and it would be reversed? I guess. I don't know. This is so stupid, but Roughnecks fans, get ready. I'm. I'm I don't know. The Patriots to me look it, like they have a star. The Steelers have stars in their logo. I think maybe that's a copyright right there too. Maybe the Steelers should Steelers, file a grievance. The Patriots. We should all have grievances on the Patriots. Plus, you see that Patriots logo has a camera in the eye, obviously spying on whatever the Roughnecks do in there. This is lame. Look how but flat the, the, the Patriots logo is. The the the, <laughs> the Roughnecks one's a little bit more, you know, full. I got to tell you, in Houston, if you're worried about this, you should be because I am, and I don't know what your team does in terms of logo and name. Would you be upset about it? Well, let's, I, well, I the name's be. not going anywhere. Let's be real. The name's not going anywhere. Think... Why would the name go anywhere? I don't know. What if they're like, ah, there's nothing about anything for a Roughneck. I don't know. Okay, because that, that's why you're a podcaster, and we don't we have a chief podcast officer as you're doing there. We also have a chief creative officer that's just not you. So don't worry, Alan. Right. I'm sure they'll come up with plenty of logos uh, that'll fit the roughnecks. Hopefully, it's just a some dude's neck, just a big old red. Could it just neck. be a hard hat. Could it just be a hard hat? Could be, but then the Steelers might say something. Steely McBeam. Can't in, copyright infringe on Steely McBeam. He'll come get you. <laughs> Just can't wear hard hats now. Let's look at all these rumors surrounding me every day for part two of the cover two, Bryant. And, well, a lot of them surrounding Pep Hamilton. Yeah, are you prepared for some more Pep in the NFL? Because the former D.C. Defenders head coach is getting some love uh, for recru- uh, for coordinator jobs. Uh, the Dolphins are apparently interested in him for their job. And then Josina Anderson tweeting out earlier today as of this live on tape recording of the show uh, that she's been told that Chargers quarterback coach Pep Hamilton has been informed that the Steelers are putting in a request to interview him for their offensive coordinator position. Randy Feekner leaves the Steelers. They're not bringing him back. Rumors are they were going to promote quarterback coach Matt Canada, but now Pep might get the job in Pittsburgh for a post-Big Ben Steelers era, whenever that happens, if he leaves. Dwayne Haskins, maybe. They just signed him. Crazy rumors in the NFL surrounding 
of former high-profile XFL head coach Bryant. If you're a fan of Pep Hamilton, where do you want him to end up? Uh, in the XFL with the DC defenders. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> That's not, not happening. happening. He just um, coached the rookie of the year. He was very, very crucial in Justin Herbert being the rookie of the year. I think we all could agree on that. He worked hand in hand with him. He's what he had, it was like one of the only rookies ever. Him and Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, like four thousand yard th- thrower in his first year. Pep Hamilton should get a lot of credit for that. That's why he's obviously getting these calls. And as a Steeler fan, I'm very happy about this rumor and hope it happens. Uh, we we saw that whatever whatever success the DC defenders were able to pull off was because of Pep Hamilton and the preparation and and the Pep calling and um and everything he was able to do because Cardell suffered. He, he was not very good for the DC defenders in 2020. So. Would you say that see Pep what, Hamilton sque- squeezed a lot as much as he could get out of Cardell? He got it to a point where people were calling Cardell the potential MVP and then playing like an MVP, but then he got into his Sonic the Hedgehog rut. rut. Do you think that was just mostly just because Pep Hamilton should get all that credit? I mean, the guy went from that to winning a game with what, Tyree Jackson, now a tight end quarterback. He finished... DC defenders finished first in the East when the when the season stopped. You know they were they were on top. They had beaten um, the Guardians. They had beaten the Blackhawks, and they had beaten the who? Tampa. You've been watching a lot of NHL Ooh. lately. Sorry, the Battlehawks. <laughs> yeah, just it's hard. Come on. Um, <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because. Uh, Bryant just every night texts me his NHL bets. Like I'm gonna, like, bandwagon off those. That's why I know you're watching a lot of hockey these days. If you did, you would actually be. I would have won that other night, but I did. Shout out to Evgeny Malkin hooking me up with some with a big win the other night. My only win of the year so far. (laughs) Uh, Look, Pep Hamilton deserves all the credit in the world. He's he's great. He's an offensive coordinator in the college in college before. Was he an offensive coordinator in the pros as well? Yeah, he was right. Uh, in the pros, yeah, with the the Colts. Colts, yes, yeah. There you go. Uh, so it's something he's familiar with. Remember, he left his position as an offensive coordinator with Michigan. Yep. To coach in the XFL, so not something he's unfamiliar with. Uh, he's a young man. You know, he spent the year as the quarterbacks coach, and I fully expect him to either be at a higher ranking position within the org- within a organization uh, come 2021 or this year. Whoever gets him, their quarterback's probably going to play better than he would under another coach. So if it's Miami, you know two is going to be successful. If it's Pittsburgh, you know whoever succeeds Ben will be successful. And I hope it's a young quarterback he's coaching in Pittsburgh. Come on, Ben, just just call it, man. We, it's been a good ride. Let Pep oh coach Dwayne Haskins or someone. Come on. Last year you were all you. about Ben. You get one bad year. For, one little for eleven for eleven weeks I was. <laughs> but then I realized, oh, he can't even run a play action. He, he can't <laughs> even go under center. Uh, but Pep Hamilton, we'll see where he goes. I mean, that was a great twenty twenty four. Like you said, killed it in the XFL. Went on to coach the rookie of the year in the NFL, and now he's going to probably end up being hopefully an offensive coordinator somewhere in the NFL in 2021. Not with the Jags. Again, shame on the Jags. 
They hired Urban Meyer, dumb. And then now they go and they hire uh, uh, Darren Bevel, I believe, as their coordinator, dumb. Some Got Pep Hamilton out there. What are you doing? What are you doing, Shot Con? Come on. Sometimes All right. I feel like that man is just investing his money in so many unnecessary things right now. It's just well, not, no, it doesn't make any sense. On. Anyway, we have Sting, something else to talk about here. What's Sting going on? is a very great investment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruce Feldman. Seven-year-old investment. Of Fox. Uh, also sticking around rumors. Yes, Royal Rumble season. Rumors uh, here. Uh, a na- Bruce Feldman said, a name I've heard from several folks around college athletics who would be a well-regarded successor to Larry Scott in running the Pac-12. Larry Scott just booted from the Pac-12. A name Bruce Feldman's heard. Can you guess? Can you take a guess? I I don't feel that lucky. (laughs) I get it. Yes. Dad jokes aside, Oliver Luck, potential Pac-12 commissioner, Bryant, nothing would make more sense for the Pac-12 than Oliver Luck to me. Conference that Larry Scott literally ran into the ground. Terrible Pac-12 network. Terrible performance from so many different schools. Totally lost their place among the elites in the Power Five in football, especially and basketball. If anybody and basketball, UCLA's ranked again and they're doing well in a weird asterisk college basketball season. <laughs> Oliver Luck. Could be the savior for the Pac-12, couldn't he? Could he? Yes. I think he, you know, I think the best part of this is that he doesn't have a very high uh, threshold to meet, right, in comparison to what he's coming into. So uh, could Oliver like handle it? Obviously he could. Do I think he wants to? Probably. If he was willing to commission a an entire football league from the ground up, this ain't too far from that. Uh, the man has experience in a lot of, uh, areas that are challenging the Pac-12 right now, TV, the uh, the, the Pac-12 is going into a new TV deal. Um, you're right, they gotta they gotta figure the, a lot of stuff out, as in terms of football and basketball, the two big ones. But uh, to hear Oliver Luck's name, I get a little warm and fuzzy inside. Coming to the Pac-12, yeah. As, as a fan of a Pac-12 team, you gotta be. So we'll see where that rumor uh, goes. He makes a ton of. You think Sam Schwartz is excited sense. if that happens? Oh yeah, for he's got who wouldn't be anybody who's a fan of a Pac-12 team or fan of Oliver Luck. It just makes a lot of sense. But then Bruce Feldman went on to say, um, he makes a lot of sense. So they probably won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Pac-12 after it all. It is the Pac-12. Yes. But all right, let's talk about eh, let's let, let's uh, get away from the rumor mill, Brian. I Different want to talk about spotlight season. Yeah, let's. That's a different show. We got, Are we talking about uh, CFO later? CFL? Not yet. CFO. Oh, CFO. Are we talking that now or later? Oh, that's going to be now. CFO. <laughs> Is it the CFO? Is it the Chief, Chief Football, Football Officer? Oh, you're right. That would be the with the money sign at the end? No, no money that, sign. No, no okay. money sign. Okay. Well, let's let's explain what that all is in this week's hot read. All right, so the CFO, Bryant T's there. It's football mania season, meaning the Super Bowl is going to be coming up soon. It's conference championship time in the NFL. 
And that CFO acronym Bryant brings up is apparently going to be a big position in the XFL. But with these championship games this weekend, Bryant, the sport is going to be under tremendous, tremendous scrutiny, under a huge spotlight. All the eyeballs in sports are going to be on football, which means it's a good time for some XFL hype. You think, I mean, doing your flashback earlier, the Super Bowl came around and we, around that time or shortly after or right before we got some news so we anticipate some kind of news and today some kind of news was at least foreshadowed a big search is going on apparently according to sports business journal the xfl is hunting for a cfo a chief football officer who would be kind of like a commissioner i guess but not a commissioner a senior executive in charge of all football operations, which Danny Garcia has already kind of alluded to, football operations will be its own thing. The business end will be its own thing. They're going to compartmentalize this. So this person is in charge of football ops, but not a commissioner, Bryant. And CAA, a huge agency, is a part of this search, led by someone named Joe Beecher. So agents involved here. You've got Redbird Capital. Involved, obviously, the new owners, Jerry Cardinal. You've got all sorts of people helping out here. Former Browns president, Alex Schneider. You've got former Bills and Buffalo Sabres president, Russ Brandon, all advising the XFL in this hunt for the chief football officer. It's been going on for two months, according to the Sports Business Journal article that came out, Bryant. And they also said, specifically, less autonomy and a narrower portfolio than what a commissioner would do in this position. So the chief football officer will be like the commissioner, but it won't be the commissioner. What does that mean to you? And what do you anticipate knowing that this news came out now so close to spotlight season where we might get some announcements? Uh, So if anybody knows what narrower portfolio means, can you please uh, text or call (laughs) the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL because we now and we're trying to discuss that beforehand. We don't really know. Um, here's what I like about this. Obviously, they want someone in charge of football operations. You know, Jer- J- Jeffrey Pollock, as much as we love the man and we've talked to him, he's the business side of this. How much football he knows, you know, we would, we don't really know because that's what Oliver Luck was handling. So for them to bring somebody in gives me, you know, makes me feel a little bit more warm and fuzzy knowing that they're bringing someone in to, to look at the football aspect. Here's where I get a little skeptical about the whole thing. If they've been looking for this position for two months... That's scary. CAA, one of the top agencies. Have you ever been to the CAA offices in Hollywood? Whew, they are nice. nice. And, they and I rolled up in my 1996 on, Honda Odyssey, by the way. And that was like, whoops, <laughs> maybe I should leave. <laughs> but, featured on shows like Entourage and other yeah. shows where they show fast-talking agents. That's big time. Yeah, you walk in and they give you like a Perrier. And I don't even drink it. I don't even know what it is, really. I was like, sure. thought it was alcohol. Anyway, uh, for them to be at it for two months... To me, looking for a chief football officer or a CFO and not a commissioner makes me feel like they are downgrading the position but still want a commissioner. And it worries that's, me a little bit because that's like when, when you're when you're in the in the retail industry or wherever and you need a VP, but you're like, you know what, we'll go for a senior director and see if we can get it a little cheaper, a little less. Smaller portfolio, so think- narrower part, portfolio. 
Yeah, so narrow portfolio to me just means a narrow, narrower focus on what their role, what their job is. Less for them to do, right? Um, yeah, does this mean that it's a, a downgrade in the quality of the per- person that takes over that position? Is that what that necessarily means? I don't think so. I think it actually means it's going to be less stress on that person and more focus on just a few different things. Instead of worrying about maybe some of that business end stuff, they can focus on the quality of the play entirely. Because even Oliver Luck, who preached the quality of the play, he a lot of his job was not even thinking about the quality of the play. It was thinking about business end, dealing with Fox, ESPN, uh, the quality of the broadcast instead of the quality of the play, which is all important, but maybe if someone else is handling that stuff, you could have, make it a fit, an efficient, efficiently run organization. Also, it's a new organization. It's a different structure. So we kind of knew something like this would be coming. This will be, I think, the face of the league still. Whoever's in charge of the football, to me, is the face of the league. I would I would get, right? You expect the CFO, this chief football officer, to be the, the face like Oliver Luck was? I mean, it's what Oliver Luck was to us. You know, he was the face. We had him on the show multiple times. Uh, he was interviewed multiple times by ESPN, Fox, whoever it may be, to get information on the league. Um, remember, Vince McMahon was nowhere to be found after cities were announced. You know, he didn't pop up here and there. He wasn't there on opening day. Um, there was a McMahon there, just not Vince. Um, but regardless... Um, what up, Shane? I think... <laughs> we were hanging out that day. Not You weren't there. Yeah, I was I was, I was. was uh, feeding a baby at that point. Uh, um, great dad. So, yeah, I, you know, we, how much do we really expect The Rock, and Danny Garcia for that matter, to be in front of the XFL if they announce a, a, a chief football officer that's going to be probably the face of the league. Yeah, in, in terms of, like, the, the press conferences, big announcements, formalities, that's all going to be this person. I'm sure The Rock will be, like, the biggest associator, you know, the biggest face associated with the league. For sure, he's The Rock. But in terms of the important decision-making, the important football decision-making, and that sort of stuff that a commissioner would do. I feel like this person's still going to be like Oliver Luck was, but maybe not. Maybe this is just going to be more of a... more like how guys like Sam Schwartzstein and Doug Whaley were. They were a big part of the league, but they were behind the scenes and they weren't going out there having to speak to the public as much unless they were on this show and a couple others. But... I don't know. This is an interesting uh, piece of news that comes out. Maybe we shouldn't expect. Maybe they figure. Maybe that is what's going on. Maybe we have The Rock. He's the face of the league. So this football off, chief football officer person is going to be just doing their job, and we're not going to have them do PR and all that stuff and handle the business end. So maybe that's what's going down. I don't know. I would bet on this person, though, probably being – just like a Roger Goodell, like a Oliver Luck, but maybe with less power, it sounds like. Because the power in this league seemingly will be divided equally among the different branches of the league. As, it, you know, to Checks put it in the parlance, the parlance of our times, where everybody's so politically focused. Checks and balances, yes. You're going to have Jeffrey Pollock, business president, 
making so deals. Who would be the executive? Getting branch, revenue. You would think he'd be the executive. Right? He'd be the executive branch. Okay. Chief football officer would be, I think, the judiciary. That's that's the the hallowed, respected, very important, wise person there. And then you've got the Congress, and that that's going to be the fan outreach. You know, if you want to associate it that way. So I think that's what we're seeing here. Danny Garcia kind of alluded to this during her Yahoo Finance interview a few months ago. So maybe this chief football officer will be a similar person to what Oliver Luck was, but not quite as all over the place in terms of being the point man for all the world when it comes to the XFL. So now... This is the first we're hearing about this. If in the last two months, you know that's great. You know that means they have had some sort of purpose in the last two months, other than a plan. They they are trying to execute a plan. How much are we going to hear from them? Is is it you know this is like you said, Alan? This is a big three weeks. We already talked about it. Is the XFL going to be out there? Is the XFL going to take advantage of football being on the minds of so many people right now and move forward? Because if we don't hear again, hear from them again until April, yeah. We're, 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 we're getting to AAF territory at that point now, and I'm not going to sugarcoat this, but yeah, great. You've been planning on it for months. Awesome. But you're not giving yourself a lot of runway here to, to be out in front of everyone. Yes, we get it. You have the rules. You have a lot of the, the, the bones, right, are there. But well, the good thing, bones I still think need also, some meat to, to stand still. The good thing, though, is if they bring this chief football officer in and they're like, okay, put the rules together, get all the teams together and all that. If it is, and like April, this person gets hired, I would be confident the rule book is intact. <laughs> because they're going to be like, ah, I got a rule book already. I'm going to use that. I, I would hope. But in all seriousness, with but this But have they secured insurance? With, I mean, we, we, joking aside, like that's something we yeah. talked about as a problem two years ago. Did they already secure that? Is that already something that they're moving forward? How, yeah, you're saying you're going to take care of the players. Like that's going to be an important part. Are you going to have to? Are the Tampa Bay <laughs> headache-inducing stuff needs to be taken? Are the Vipers are going to have to practice in Georgia? Yeah, because you know workman's comp. Will, yeah, you know these yeah. are the things that if you start delaying it, the more and more you're going to run into some options, uh, some problems. And I have a feeling we're going to get it. I just in my gut, I, I could be totally wrong, but with this story coming out, can't you know? Uh, championship weekend in the NFL, Super Bowl's coming up, you have your radio row, all the media, all like we said, spotlight on football. I feel like this person is probably two months search, it's getting narrower, narrowed down, hopefully it gets locked down, and hopefully we get an announcement either Super Bowl week or shortly after, Bryant, and I have a feeling we will, just because this story came out today. That's no coincidence, you want to time these kind of announcements and this would be a big one for the XFL to announce their chief football officer, which is kind of, in all honesty, not, like, not sugarcoating. I don't like, I'm not a fan of, not a huge fan of chief football officer. Even if he's a commissioner or, or her or she is a commissioner with, you know, less less powers than a commissioner. I can't just call him, call a him commissioner. the commissioner. I don't, I don't know why you changed the name, but... <laughs> Maybe they're just not a fan of the. Well, Oliver Luck, remember, was CEO commissioner. Yes, CEO uh, slash commissioner. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's that. 
I don't know, Alan. I mean, we, we, we talk about it being football mania season. I want it to be XFL football mania season. I need something. Do you do you feel like there's going to be an announcement like I do? There was not an announcement during this time, you know, two but years you, ago. The, uh, shortly after the Super Bowl, we got coaches we in got, February. We got stoops. Um, I'm hoping that in the week between championships and Super Bowl, we'll get something. Because it's not going to be as crazy as it has been because of COVID, uh, with all the media going out there and asking all these questions and having you know all that. I'm sure it will be, but just not as grandiose as it normally is. And I feel the XFL yeah. can kind of slip in. Honestly, the biggest news that they could give right now is a TV deal. That I don't anticipate. I don't I anticipate like, it either. Yeah. But that's the biggest thing they can actually uh, release if they have it. Which Danny Garcia well, alluded to that there, it's going to be better. Yeah. Well, let us know what you think, XFL f- football freaks. What do you think is going to happen over the next few weeks? We've got all the eyes of the sports world on the football with the Super Bowl coming up. So generally, these announcements are timed out to maybe not be right at, during you know the media circus around the Super Bowl, but shortly after, maybe before, like Bryant said. What do you think? 724-565-4XFL. Call us, leave us a text, or at XFL Show if you want to hit us up on social. I honestly do believe in the next, from now, I would say the next three to four weeks, we're going to get this person's name announced, and then the ball starts rolling. I'm here for the chief football officer. I might slip and call them commissioner for the first while, Bryant. It's just cooler to call someone a commissioner. Hey, commish, what do you say? Hey, chief, chief is not bad. What's up, Chief? Chief. He's the head of the the table, too. (laughs) The head of the table. We should have. That's another position. You've got the president, the chief football officer, head of the table, and that, of course, is The Rock or Danny Garcia. Oh, man. That's going to be great. Well, uh, time will tell how much uh, news we get here in the coming weeks, but we'll be here every single week to talk about it on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Spotify, Google. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're here every single Friday. Uh, you can follow us on social media at XFL Show. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get uh, your social media kicks or kinks filled. Maybe that as well. Uh, subscribe. Kinks. Tell your friends about us it's an adult on YouTube. Show. We're not Nickelodeon anymore, man. Uh, subscribe on show. YouTube. YouTube.com slash This Is The XFL Show, the official YouTube page of the XFL show. And don't forget about our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get your podcast started today. Started today. Today. Do it. Today. Do it today. And you know what? Do it. Hit us up because I want to know where, where are you at? Heat check. You feeling it? You feel like the announcement's coming like I do of the chief football officer or some other announcement? Or do you feel Maybe nervous and like, oh, no announcements are coming. They don't know what's going on. It's the AAF all over again. Holy crap. Spring football. It I want to get to again. a point, honestly, Alan, where we're not looking back anymore. I want to look forward. That's true. You know, we, we, but we, I also we, do appreciate we have stuff to look back at because, like you said, this time two years ago, we did a show on insurance. Insurance. Yes, we did. It was. Uh, so never forget that. <laughs> don't forget where you come from because without that you can't move forward uh but i, I do i do want to i love 2020 it was a great year i want to move forward to 2022 give me something 
I, I love it. I want to talk coaches. I want, I want to break down coaches' resumes. You know, maybe ooh, maybe Bill Polian is up for for this. Maybe we got to talk about Bill Polian. I don't know what he's doing. Bill Polian, maybe. I mean, you you despise the AAF. You want AAF people? I had no problem. No, I did not despise the AAF completely. I only Just despised Charlie. Charlie, Charlie Ebersol. Oh, Where, where's Charlie. he? Where's Charlie Ebersol? I hope he's doing all right. I hope he's doing all right, and I hope uh, we get some some names. And most importantly, I hope the Steelers sign Pep Hamilton and get Dwayne Haskins as an elite quarterback. Pep, if anybody could do it, he could do it. Well, Sorry, you, that was an Pep demands a lot of preparation, and well, Dwayne, I don't know where he uh, falls into that category. Might be like a one. What does Madden yeah, get for at least, preparation? At least in his first uh, first couple anyway. years here in the league, but we'll see. A lot of fun football talk still, even though we're looking back a lot, and we also got the Tecmo Bowl, Brian. If you want, it, hopefully that's the only flashbacks we do pretty soon. It's just me replaying games on Tecmo Bowl from 2020. <laughs> on Twitch, if people want it, let us know at XFL Show. Do you want to see some XFL Tecmo Bowling from This Is the XFL Show on Twitch? We'll do it if you want it. If not, I'm going to play in the privacy of my bigger screen downstairs, Bryant, and I'm going to say a lot worse things than I would say if the cameras were on, especially when I'm missing so many damn kicks. How do you miss a kick in Tecmo Bowl? I don't know. It's like two button click. That's why I don't play the new consoles. I, my, <laughs> my 1990s brain only works with like maximum, what, 16 bits or whatever it is. That's as far as I can go these days. It's really you're, ta- you're speaking a different language, brother. I am. Uh, we're going to speak the re- language of wrestling too, Brian. We got to hype up that Royal Rumble oh, show man. coming up on Brain Buster Radio. And uh, participants in the Brain Buster Radio Royal Rumble being announced on Twitter coming up at the brain busters check that out too download that show subscribe to it on itunes you are not going to want to miss that show it's awesome it's hilarious for all of you who love wrestling of course if you're just a fan of you who don't love you put that out there even if you don't yeah and if you love cutting royal rumble style promos by all means send them to us at xfl show or at the brain busters i don't care (laughs) i just love a good royal rumble promo on the XFL, that would be oh my mind, my brain would explode. <laughs> it's a long end of the show, Brian. But we got a lot, a lot to get off, uh, get out there before we say goodbye. Because honestly, right after this show, I'm going to be plotting out my Royal Rumble strategy. So that's why, got to get it all, lay it all out on the field. You don't just put names in a hat and draw them out one by one. That's kind of what I do. Anyway, that's a little no. I prepare. We're just we just we're just hopeful, Alan. That's why it's so long. Hopeful for a lot of great football announcements. But the sooner we end this, the sooner we can get to next week, I guess. All right, let's set it. Let's wrap it up then. Thanks to everybody. Thank you, Bryant. Thank you to Pretty Easy Podcast for helping us put it together. And thanks to everybody for listening, subscribing. We'll see you next week for Bryant. I'm Alan. Anyone but Tom. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're listening.